0: We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: Don't think about it. Let it unfold.
0: Welcome to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, and your alignment with your source. When we feel good, we give the universe an opportunity with our point of attraction to receive even more good. We celebrate who you really are and who you're becoming.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction. You are here on this day with your feel-good sisters. This is Ray. And this is Heather. And we're so happy you're here. We're so glad that you're here once a week where we talk about all things spiritual and physical and the wonderful dance between the spiritual and the physical, right, Heather? (laughs) It's all the same thing, baby. It's all the same thing. We talk about that delicious continuum of what is material. Um, What is non-material? Is there anything really that's non-material? I don't think so. It's all vibration. It's all energy. And that's what we like to talk about, that subtlety, that profound and subtle difference between understanding energy and how it shows up in our sight and how it shows up on our fingertips and in our tongues and then our ears and how it shows up in inside of our deep um, deepest understanding of our spiritual connection to that broader broader self that broader universe so you know we have fun we talk a lot about life we talk about our everyday but truly this is this is pretty deep work in a very elegant fun way don't you think (laughs)
1: It's, it's deep and yet every day it's more simplified and more simplified and easier and easier I think I was just thinking about something funny I um, I have this amazing man in my life and he's a physician he's in his head um, and he came to me he didn't know hardly anything about energy until we met and he came to me the other day he's like did you know that there are blah 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 number of crickets I think it's like I don't know, a hundred and some cricket, different variations of crickets, or I got to look up the number. But in any case, he said crickets decide, know who to mate with based on vibrational match. So if they have the same vibration as the other cricket, that's how they know they can mate with that cricket. Um, So it's all through frequency. So he was all excited. Like, look, there's proof that your stuff that you talk about all the time is true in the cricket world. (laughs) Well if it's true
2: in the cricket world it's true universally i've heard that before <laughs> <laughs> as the cricket so go we. <laughs> i love that but i you know i love this i understanding all the different variations especially in the animal kingdom and and um the way that the beasts as abraham likes to talk about it communicate through vibration and the those vibrational languages cuz we're doing it all the time it's just not quite as obvious um with all the things that are going on. And that discussion of energy, it, just, it does simplify it. It does all bring it back to that understanding of vibration. And um, part of what our show is focused on this week is really kind of pulling back the veil on the idea that there is this world of physical and that this world of non-physical and somehow there's like a popping point in Alice in Wonderland popping between the two and really it's a continuum of vibration it's a contingency of vibration that is um, that moves in and out and Abraham and if you if you're new to the show uh, we talk a lot about the Abrahams and if you're not familiar with them ooh, we'd love to tell you about um, these wonderful teachers that are, are coming through the beautiful Esther Hicks you can find out more about them at Abraham High Hicks.com, but most of the people who find this show are um, somewhat familiar with these teachers, and in their workshops lately, they have been talking a lot about the fact that, you know, we're working too hard on discerning the difference between physical and non-physical, and that it, it really, there is no difference, it's that at some point, the physical becomes discernible to our eyes, our ears, our touch, our, you know, and that means that it's now in the material world. I love that world, material world, but all of it is physical in some sense. I mean, even in the Abrahamic world of what we call non-physical, I think they're really exposing to us that even there, there, it is all um, tangible. And they said something in a recent Seattle workshop that really got my attention. And I immediately texted Heather. I'm like, I can't believe what Abraham just said, but they said, and we're going to talk about it more is materialism is the leading edge of alignment. And I had to take a step back because I thought, wow, I thought spiritual consciousness is the leading edge of alignment. Right.
1: Right. Well, and that's what we would think, but really the reason materialism is, is because we energetically, first of all, we ask for what we want, right? And then the universe provides, and then we align with it. Well, once we align with it and it comes to us, then that's when we manifest it, even though it's already energetically manifested before we align with it. So it's the leading edge is the aligning piece, and then the receiving of the material is the leading edge right so I love that that's it's like
2: it's sort of the wink wink nod nod from source you know when it materializes to see it's, it's that yes it's come into fruition um, it is now conscious in a way that was different from before. And we love that as co- as creators, we, uh, we all love that journey. I think it's why we came to this, this planet, but I want to keep pulling the veil back on this idea that there is this big difference between the material world and what we call the non material or non physical world. That's really artificial, a uh, compartmentalization that we've done, don't you think?
1: Oh, I don't. I don't think that it's separate at all. But I think maybe we, maybe we've told ourselves it's separate. But it's all the same thing. Like, I guess for me, why I realize it more is because I channel. So what, what source tells me when I channel is, we are you and you are us. So the non-physical is the physical, and the physical is the non-physical. It's all one. Source cannot enjoy life without us, like without the physical, because we are the ones who laugh and smell and touch and have sex and feel and taste and all and dance and all of that and so the joy is through the spiritual joy is through the physical body and the physical body experiencing spiritual joy it's con- it's connected you can't separate them it's like scrambled eggs you can't separate the yolk anymore yeah it's it's already scrambled.
2: I love that. I love this discussion because it truly brings the divine into the physical, into the physical experience, um, the The most delicious part of the physical experience. And it does make it this dance, this continuum. And really, uh, you know, as creators with our, our broader self, we're, we're painting. I mean, we're really kind of bringing in these colors, these canvases, whether they be experiences or relationships or money or houses or whatever it is, we're teasing in, we're bringing in this energy into the physical so that it has a certain texture on the canvas. I love the metaphors of it to sort of um, start to see it as this movement of energy and to not have to understand it in its complexity or simplicity to not have to understand exactly what's happening when something pops in from something my eye can't see to something my eye can see. And there's such a also a spectrum too of what can be perceived. I mean, if you think about the dog as we're talking about the animal kingdom, I mean, the dog can perceive smells that are way beyond what our nose can perceive. So is that less physical or non-physical it's just that there is again the receiver the perceiver is the one that's able to then um, bring this energy in so the dog is experiencing all kinds of smells way off the spectrum of what we are so it's experiencing um, the divine it through that smell (laughs) through the physicalization of that smell but it's not um, in an energy spectrum that we can discern but it doesn't make it any less real um, like you're talking about with the crickets or the whales or the dolphins. And um, I, th- I think it's really lovely for us to not have to know exactly how it works, but to understand that materialism, when it is material, is no less God than when it is just
1: an idea or a desire. You know? Right. Well, and then the people that create the material, physical things, whether it be the house or the airplane or the car, are coming this is all coming through us from source. So there isn't anything in the physical world that isn't source related somehow or another.
2: It is part of that dance, and and yet the questions come up in my mind. Well, when is some when something is created that is not from love, that is not from alignment? Um, so we're able to create things in that, that free will sense that do and can disconnect us from our broader sense. So the physical does and can take um, different avenues of experience, which is I think where we have sort of brought this discernment of, you know, this is physical and this is spiritual. Um, it, it's really quite a deep dive to try to understand this material world and at what point you know, we are creating in connection with source, and at what point we're taking something and creating something that's outside of alignment. I'm still in the material world, but maybe not connected to the most broadest sense of, of who we are and what we want. Um, but I think this idea of materialism being the leading edge of alignment uh, is really intriguing, especially when we think about this relationship, this very personal relationship that we have with the divine. And we talked about it in the last show with food and we talked about it, you know, we talk about it, I think every week, um, that this idea that spirit is tasting through me and spirit is loving through me, spirit is... You know, feeling the physical world through me and as me is really interesting. And I love it when Abraham says, you know, um, we are tasting the food through you. We are experiencing the beauty of the planet through you. I love that um, because there's nothing that can heighten an experience more than, you know, br- like a sunset is great, but bring source energy into the experience of it and really be conscious of that presence it just takes it to a whole nother level you know Uh, then the mundane and the ordinary becomes quite extraordinary when you're when you're living on that that level of understanding
1: there's no mundane anymore i mean i think when we slow down it's so interesting when one of the questions i always ask my clients is what percentage if you could just imagine what percentage of energy you have in the past the present and the future and it totaling to a hundred the majority of the people don't have the majority of their energy in the present. They have the minority in the present and then the other, the majority combining between the past and the future.
0: Mm.
1: Um, but when we bring our energy present, which is what Source does through us, I mean, we can't experience Source yesterday, now. We can't experience Source tomorrow, now. We can experience Source now, now. You know, like when we're really connected to Spirit we slow down and we are sensing things like smelling the flowers or, you know, I as a kid, do you remember that phrase like stop and smell the roses and I always thought, what the heck are they talking about? <laughs> right. <laughs> but now I'm like, oh yeah, you know, so there really is no mundane because everything can be fabulous.
2: In that moment
1: as the in, moment, yeah. in when you're present
2: with source. Even the simplest things. And, and, I, and I do think... Especially the simplest things, I yeah, think. You know, yeah. Especially the simplest things. The way that light falls on a, a certain thing or, or even an expression on someone's face or um, when you really tap into that broader... Source knowing that divine knowing, it's amazing how much more you're perceiving on the physical as well. Like when you're disconnected from that broader self, you kind of get a little bit of tunnel vision. You're not picking up on everything. You're kind of just seeing A to B, B to C, C to D. You know what I mean? And and it's so wonderful to um, to practice bringing in that broader sense. And how you do it is almost beyond words. It's such a personal connection. But you know that kind of understanding of of really bringing the full consciousness to the party, you pick up on so much more that's happening in the moment. And as an observer, uh, it, it becomes almost breathtaking, uh, a rather relatively what you would call a normal circumstance just becomes breathtaking because you're seeing it from the source perspective, which is just beauty on beauty on layers on layers. And even situations that are what I would call out of alignment, you can see the love that's wanting to come through. You can see what the truth is that's wanting to have its way. Um, Heather and I were talking before the show a couple of conversations we've had with people who feel really disconnected from their broader self. And, you know, watching that and not getting triggered by it and knowing that even there, God is having its way, having its journey, and that through even the seeming disconnection, there is um, a, a, an expansion point. You know, I, I love um, that relaxed state too, that when we line up with source that we can take to this material world and, and be able to um, be at peace, even in seeming chaos.
1: And I want to take ownership there because I had, I was telling Bray, I had a moment last night at, I don't know, 1130, 12 o'clock at night when I had to go pick up my teenager and four of her friends at a party. And I just like, <laughs> just let let something rip it to one of the parents and I was like kind of laughing before if I said something kind of out of out of anger or frustration or impatience to somebody I didn't know very well I would feel bad about it and I'd think oh no I didn't mean to let go on them or make them feel bad or whatever I would judge myself for. And last night I was like laughing at myself going, oh, isn't that interesting? I'm totally disconnected to source. And it's okay. And that's fine. And it was like I was laugh crying. If the- <laughs> I'm, obs- I'm obsessed with um, the TV show The Bachelor, Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise because I'm a hopeless romantic. So they, they, call, they have this thing called laugh cry where you're like you're laughing and crying at the same time. So I was doing like a laugh cry in a way that I was, you know – laughing at myself crying in the frustration and laughing (laughs) at the perfection in the disalignment because it's there's nothing so powerful than disconnection to make you want to feel connected and I was just feeling so grateful for the disconnection and I've been having some struggles um personal struggles at work and and at home, Um, not big, just, you know, and the fact that I think their struggles is part of the problem, but um, the part of me that is like, Oh, this is so good to feel, to remember what I don't like or what I don't want. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, yay. I love that. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to take ownership and like, it just is always (laughs) all of us go through it. Right. And I love this discussion and I want to go more into it because I think it's really
2: how we take this understanding and bring it to the everyday. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more about really living the materialism and the materialistic world As your divine appointment and embracing the physical in a way that perhaps you've never been able to really allow yourself to do before. We'll be right back. You're listening to Everyday Attraction with your feel good sisters, Ray and Heather. Don't go away.
3: 1pm Eastern on Affirmative Prayer activating the power of yes only on Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world
4: Don't think about it. Let, it let it unfold
0: We now return to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather It's time to feel good and allow all that has already been given.
2: Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction with your feel-good sisters, Ray and Heather. And um, before the break, we were talking about this wonderful understanding, this very provocative statement that Abraham recently said that materialism is the leading edge of alignment. And we're going to talk more about that as um, as we progress today in the show. And then we're also going to play a little bit from a recent Seattle workshop that just is amazing. But before we do that, today, we want to give a quick shout out to our show sponsor, Nerium EHT. As we've talked about, Nerium EHT is a brain enhancing supplement um, that comes from Nerium. Many of you might know Nerium from its positive business leader, Jeff Olson. And it's astounding anti-aging products which both Heather and I use on a daily basis and love, but now they're even moving further into some leading edge products, um, specifically from some scientists from Princeton to provide an all-natural supplement for cognitive health, for brain health, and they're calling it EHT, it's for all ages and all stages of life. So if you're interested, give your body everything it needs to bring clarity and vitality to your thinking, check it out. If you're looking for a little mood enhancement, some more focus on memory and the ability to focus, check out EHT Brain Enhan- Enhancing Supplement. It's exclusive to Nerium and it's actually available today at a website that Heather has generously set up for our listeners called neriumdelirium.com. It's nerium, N-E-R-I-U-M, delirium, deliriu com, and click on the byproducts to find out more. Heather, you've been using EHT. Tell us a
1: little bit about your experience with it. I love this product. It has... Um, there was three things that attracted to me to it. One was focus and then mood and um, memory. So I'm going to be 50 soon. <laughs> <laughs> and I am not remembering things the way I used to. Um, I'll just kind of like, ah, what is that person's name or what is that place? And so I started taking the product and actually I noticed something in all three. But the biggest thing I noticed And I don't know if this is easy to explain or not, but it's my organizational skills. So I used to have this thing where I would just be, you know, too busy to put something away or I'd have a pile of papers and I couldn't remember where that form I needed for school was for the kids or something like that. I don't know if anyone can relate, but I just all of a sudden have been organizing things and it's not like I've never, my brain is just clearly Compartmentalizing and categorizing things that I've never experienced before in my life. So that's one piece. It's huge for me. Huge, huge, huge. So because I feel better. (laughs)
2: <laughs> which is really what we're all about on the Feel Good Show here. So check it out. Again, delirium.com And if you um, do buy the product, circle back with us and let us know what you think. And we thank Nerium for their sponsorship and for all the goodness that they're bringing to the planet. Um, and also check out our website, EverydayAttraction.com and sign up for our list. We love to collect your names and just let you know what we're up to and there are things that we are happening. We promise not to send you too many emails. We're really, really good about that. But we do want to keep you in the loop of what's happening with our show and with the Feel Good Sisters. And you'll also see on our website the ability to book a session. And that is specifically with Heather, our alignment coach and spiritual strategist and channel. Um, If you're really looking for assistance to work on what it is that you're wanting to do to take it to that expansion point, I really recommend a channeling session with her. And she's Um, put up some really generous pricing for us. So uh, don't wait, book a session. Again, that's at our website, uh, everydayattraction.com. You know, this, again, you know, this material world and this this non-physical world, it's all sort of a game that we're playing. And I love um, the way that Abraham helps clear up some misinformation we might have about what it looks like on either quote unquote sides and that there are no sides. <laughs> and the more and more that we're able to release the idea of there being any sides whatsoever, the more exciting and feeling fulfilling and and joyful that life can get. But to that end, we're gonna play a little bit from a, a recent workshop was in Seattle um, just after the Alaskan cruise. And man, I don't you know, I love these workshops right after the cruises because people are just, So in alignment, so turned on, their questions are really leading edge. And uh, this Seattle is no exception. So if you hear something and you'd like to actually get the full Seattle workshop, pop over to um, uh, abraham-hicks.com. And again, this was the Seattle 2015 workshop. But let's listen to a little bit from a track that's called The Universe Revolves Around You. Here we go.
5: John, since listening to your recordings and on YouTube five times ago, I found resonance with an image that you know I have in mind. That I am in a very big circle that is this universe, and I need to stay in, circle, in the circle, in the center of the circle, as much
6: as I can. It isn't that you need to; it's that you can't do otherwise. Okay. Because you're always going to be the center of your point of attraction, exactly. and everything and all of the universe will revolve around you. That's just the way that it is. And so, don't need to do it. Just accept that you can't do otherwise.
5: Okay. And being in that center, sometimes... I would feel that I don't really want more things and desire like fire would a little bit, you know, subside. And I would feel, okay, all is well. I'm I'm in the right place, right time. I feel great. So I wouldn't really, uh, that sometimes in, in that, you know, place feel like I want to do more, or, like, everything seems okay and fine,
6: and, like, I want the ecstasy with alignment, (laughs) like, you see what I mean? But that's more. So That's more, too. The conversation that we just had took thought beyond that which it has been before. We've never had a more productive discussion about this topic that we were chewing on just now, and so you just experienced expansion and evolution, and that's more. So what we're saying to you is you cannot shut down your engine of expansion and giving into it is a good thing. Just accepting that the expansion is inevitable. And also accepting that once you find that receptive mode and you learn to control it that's what step four is hanging around in it regularly and often because you like the feeling of it then what happens is the inspiration that comes just keeps calling you into opportunities for more launching of more rockets. So what we're saying to you is give in to the eternal, important, inevitable expansion. We think the difference that you are wanting to emphasize is... Sometimes. In fact, it's rampant on your planet. People think that asking for more is greedy when what you have should be enough. And what we want to explain to you is that you cannot stand still. And that perhaps what you're trying to soothe here is the conversation between materialism and spiritualism between manifestation and alignment mm-hmm. and we want to say as long as you're in this physical format, alignment is always going to produce materialism because materialism is the leading edge of alignment wow. make peace with it make peace with it so many people are wanting to make people who have greedy And we want you to understand that they've found alignment and it is manifested and that there is not an end of that pot of gold. There's no ending to resources that someone else thriving cannot possibly prohibit someone else from thriving. That would be like saying, oh, I've been so healthy for so long. Yes. and there are so many sick people out there I'm going to be sick for a while in order to allow the healthiness to go to someone who hasn't been getting it you don't say that because you know it's not like that you're not depriving someone of clarity when you're thoughtful you don't take away their confusion by becoming confused and leaving more clarity pot for them Yes. in other words it's thriving that uplifts the whole and so We want you to accept that it is inevitable that you prosper in all ways when you get in sync with Source Energy. Okay. That was a good discussion too. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Yum.
1: (laughs) What was your takeaway? Well, when I one of the, my favorite there's so many pieces, but the, one of my favorite pieces is they're like such a clear example of when you're well, you don't say, "Oh, I've been well for so long. I think I should just be sick and let somebody else have some wellness." Oh my gosh, that was like hit being hit over the head with a a pan. <laughs> it does it does
2: help us step back and and remember that it's an endless pie and the. That- you know, the majority of our culture, and the majority of the consciousness on the planet sees that there is um, a limit to the pie, there's only so much to go around. And then we get that resentment toward anyone who has more than we do. And a lot of it's just a false premise, um, looking real. But I do love that that wonderful analogy, because it, it sort of makes you realize how silly it is to, to be resentful of somebody who's prospering, because you think now there's less for you.
1: And it's so powerful just to hear them say that material, materialism is the leading edge. Because, I mean, spiritually and energetically, I know that it's true. But I think subconsciously, a lot of us has have programming that believes that, um, you know, there's so many sayings that we've heard over and over and over again through the years, you know, um, like the, uh, the root of all evil and... You know, money is the root of all evil, and all different types of things that we've heard. And so, it's funny I couldn't even come up with that one. So that one has been (laughs) I've I've let it go because I couldn't even think of it. Which is oh, I mean, that's uh, not one of those memories I was trying to keep. Actually, that was one of the ones I was letting go. But
2: I mean, what we're talking about is radical in the sort of perceivable consciousness soup that we're in, in our culture. I mean, this is totally radical that, that the physical could have such divinity. Um, And I think there's just a lot of religiosity that's brought into that, you know, this sort of original sin kind of craziness. And this idea that, that, that which man has made is inherently evil and that, you know, God is only, um, you know, choirs and angels and sitting on clouds, you know, (laughs) And, and it, it's it's wonderful to sort of bring source into the, the sort of physical sand in your toes reality, um, to bring source into that physical. And, and really, when you look at the quantum world and when you look at the energetic world, of course, all of this goes away. When, from an energetic perspective, there is no material. It is only a different level of vibration. So it makes sense when you look at that energetic world. Um, And I love quantum physics for that. I love that there's this whole science that is showing us, um, you know, the the illusion of the separation between material and non-physical energetic. It's just extensions and it's different perceptions. We perceive things at different ways. And what I really love about that, what gets me excited is we talked about on last week's show, Is that source is raining down blessings, raining down all the things that you're wanting and to bring it into the material, to bring it into the physical is simply that shifting, not running around like a crazy person trying to make everything happen. It's just a shift. It's a a consistent shift of remembering that it is through my perception that things come into the material, not through my work. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It feels so good and so radical. Um, but I also I thought it was interesting in that piece the way that the woman and this the hot seat was still struggling with her wanting to release desire. Like She didn't want to want anything. But the fact that she was still looking for more bliss was like, well, that's something you're never going to stop wanting. And I think um, this misunderstanding that somehow if you become deeply entrenched in law of attraction, you'll stop wanting is crazy.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, what I guess is interesting about that is I never thought that we were going to stop wanting, but the piece that I think sometimes we get stuck on is the being making peace with where we are and wanting something more at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. But which is different than they didn't talk about that specifically today. But um, that is a piece that I think we still sometimes like, how is it possible that I can totally be peaceful where I am and want more at the same time? It almost feels not possible. Right. Well, there's that step
2: four, step five that we've been talking about on the creative level. And, and we'll be talking more and more about step five, because we have found people were going up, we're going a little ahead of you on the, on the workshops, you know, Heather and I hear everything that the Abraham say, and uh, we're introducing a new step. So stay tuned for that in in future shows. But before we get into more of this delicious step, um, we're gonna have to take another break. So stay tuned, we're gonna come back and talk more about how you can never shut down this expansion point that is used so just accept it there's always going to be more stay tuned you're listening to everyday attraction on unity online radio and all the wonderful places that pick up our show we'll be right back after the break let it, let
6: it.
0: You've been listening to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. To learn more about Ray and Heather, check out their website at everydayattraction.com or email us at everydayattraction at unityonlineradio.org. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed.
2: Welcome back to the show. Again, you're listening um, on on Unity Online Radio, and this is Ray, And this is Heather. And we're so happy that you're here. We're the Feel Good Sisters because we know that ultimately the most important thing that we're all reaching for is to feel good, to feel better, to feel enlivened. And yes, that includes the physical planet. And we love talking about being fully spiritual and fully physical and realizing there's really no difference between the two (laughs) and tearing down the walls. (laughs) literally and physically, of of the, the difference between um, being aligned in the spiritual component of our consciousness, and then bringing that through to the material or the physical world. And we were just listening to a track from Seattle 2015. Uh, again, I encourage you to go to the abraham-hicks.com where, um, website. It's, it's one of the best I've heard in a while. And I guess I always say that about everything we get. But <laughs> I really mean it this time. It's such an amazing workshop. Heather and I have been talking about Seattle constantly. Um, But this idea that we're always going to be launching more rockets and and it's inevitable and that we're never going to be able to stand still. And this, uh, you know, uh, the alignment produces materialism, that everything starts as an idea. I mean, that's not a big uh aha, right? Everything starts as an idea. And that this idea that alignment produces materialism, and it's really the leading edge of spirit. It's just allowing us to, um, to be able to bask more in being at play and not take it so seriously. We were talking before the show, you know, about how, how seriously we seem to sometimes take things. And it is this playful place of um, having ideas and thoughts and dreams and desires and then molding and moving them and enjoying the journey and, and seeing how they pop in. Um, and they sometimes they pop in exactly as we envisioned. And sometimes some of us have a deja vu. Where we're like, oh, yeah, I've been here before. This has actually popped in before. And many of us have materialisms that happen that just blow our minds. They're so much better and so much fuller than we ever could have dreamed. And that's sort of, you know, the, the playfulness, you know, Heather, it feels like I want to g- get back to that place of being more playful and stop being so focused and to-do list and, you know,
1: all that. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because, you know, as you were mentioning, we are the feel-good sisters. And I had this momentary realization that as women, and whether we are women who have a family or not, or, um, or you know, have children or not, or just have A husband or not or have a career or not it doesn't really matter but it's almost like we're taught we're supposed to do stuff for other people and so to be a feel-good sister and to say oh it's important to me to feel good as a primary focus that is almost taboo or wrong or bad in so many different whether you call it cultures religions um, society beliefs just all in its own it's so true and and we've talked about the fact that pleasure rituals
2: are a staple for any feel-good sister or feel-good brother, that, you know, we need to work in pleasure rituals every day because that is what spirit demands. <laughs> spirit will have pleasure. And when we cut ourselves off from that, when we say it's wrong or I'm going to have to, you know, uh, I have to have more pain before I have any gain and we get so disconnected from that pleasure principle where we feel it's bad. And it's, oh my gosh, we get so off track with this, but spirit will have its way. Spirit will have its pleasure and spirit will have its pleasure through the physical. And so you can either go kicking and screaming, or you can enjoy the journey and take care of yourself in a way that says, I'm not only taking care of myself, I'm taking care of God and the planet. By going to the spa, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: there I said it,
2: <laughs> right.
1: And 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 if you don't want to have pleasure, you don't have to because spirit will find other people to have pleasure through. But um, you know, we're bummer. not mandate we're not mandating pleasure. But if you if we know that that's what spirit's looking for, why not you? Why not you? And it feels like. Um, The setup is there's so much pleasure
2: to be had if we can um, stop trying to know the how, but just step into the allow, as you always say. And, you know, they, they were talking about a practice to help us sort of manage, if you will, this understanding of Bringing it from the consciousness to the actual material world, and it they call it milk it and walk away and I wanted to talk about it a little bit before we we wrapped up this hour because I thought it was a really wonderful practice and we've talked about it on other shows, but it's so fun to focus on it, so they had this idea that you know when you have a desire. And you can bring up the desire in your consciousness, in your imagination, the powerful faculty of your imagination. And you can really bring in the the texture and the experience of it in your imagination. You're really milking it. There comes a point in that experience, and all of us, I think, have had that, where we start to get into the, yeah, but how do I get there from here? And how how is that possible? Oh, that's ridiculous. That could never happen. And we start to get into the how. And at that point, we want to walk away. So this is this practice of sort of playing with how the universe is supporting and pivoting around you, if you can milk it. And then as soon as you start to think you know, you get into the fear modality, you get into the trying modality, you get into that push to walk away and then watch the universe bring it in these delightful, surprising ways that is helping us remember our part, which is kind of not the whole
1: part. <laughs> kind of not even a little bit of the whole part. Like <laughs> our part is the 10% and their part's the 90%. Just remember that 90 the ninety ten rule, right? And and again, that is us. That's still our
2: expanded self. It's our entourage. I like to call it our spiritual entourage. Our um, all those, uh, you know, beings and consciousness that are uh, are forever infinite and and intelligent, playing with us and allowing um, them to surprise and delight. Abraham says a lot about this idea of, you know, the universe is really wanting to surprise and delight you. But if you're doing all the heavy lifting and you're doing all the work, you sort of miss this opportunity to to really get on the the feel good flow. And, uh, but I'm loving this practice, this very, you know, simple milk it. And as soon as you start to figure out, you know, you're trying to figure out how, uh, walk away. Walk away and do that enough times where you're doing your part in this wonderful dance with the, the non-physical, um, but you're not taking it on. And, and and actually, that is a pleasure ritual, allowing your imagination to have what it wants and to not get into that point of, you know, the yeah, but.
1: Mm, mm. I'm thinking pleasure ritual. We need to talk about pleasure, pleasure rituals because it sounds so juicy and milk it what does that mean exactly you know
2: kind of allow yourself i mean i think a lot of us maybe um have experiences when we first fell in love or you know where we imagined what our life would be with that person and we really you know could let our imaginations run wild with all kinds of scenarios and opportunities. And it was really pleasurable until you got to that point of like, yeah, but how am I going to get that person in my life? Or yeah, how am I going to make this happen? Or maybe I'm not good enough or blah, blah, blah. So this idea of just really enjoying our imagination and our ability to construct an experience in our consciousness without anything having to manifest on the material and, and have that be a feel good experience um, to be able to not deprive yourself of letting yourself go and saying, what would it feel like to have that? Um, What would it smell like to have that? You know, allow the details. That's what they they mean about the milking it. Allow the details to be part of that experience. And yet you're still going to have to be cognizant of what point the details become too far uh, and you start to, Realize the fact that you don't have it, and fists on hips, and where's my stuff? You know, uh, it, it's a subtle practice, but it can be really pleasurable to give yourself time to imagine what would it feel like if I had that.
1: Another and that another way to milk it, which I enjoy milking it, is just when I'm in um, a certain level of appreciation, um, just say more of this, please, more of this, please, like just inviting that to continue as I move throughout my day, I just invite that more of that to show up. So um, that's another way to milk it. There's so many ways to milk it. So just get get the good while it's getting good and allow that process to have its momentum and continue on with or without you throughout your day. Yeah. And I love that that you brought up appreciation because
2: Um, I think a lot of people have practiced so much that they can't have what they want. It's almost hard to jump on the merry-go-round. It's hard to jump on the imagining. It's like I can't even imagine you know, more money than I can spend. That's so far from my experience. And here's my experience, beat the drum, beat the drum. But when you get into just the level of appreciation, when you just jump on the merry-go-round at the level of appreciation and what you have, and then you start to appreciate more and more and more. And it, it almost is a really nice gateway to then... Um, moving into that appreciation and imagining things that haven't even happened yet or haven't, you've never even entertained before. You can kind of sneak in that way on a, on an energetic level. So I do love the gateway drug appreciation. Thank you, Heather. Thank you. <laughs> it's a great gateway drug to being able to move into that broader sense of appreciation and really embracing. And things that you wouldn't dare to allow yourself to dream, you know. I think so much of that has happened where from children we've been trained away from allowing ourselves to really dream the big dream because it seems practically impossible from here. But my friend Janice, um, who's an author of Receive Your Life and also has a, a show that she does, always says this too, that you know, if it's a true desire, it's a desire that's embedded in you, that is authentically coming from you. In other words, it's not a desire that you're picking up from your mother or what you think you should do, but it's, it's really coming from your own consciousness. There is always a way for the essence of that desire to have a manifestation, a materialism, and that um, we don't have to give up on those. We never have to give up on those. If they're truly um, wanting to have uh, their way with us. So again, allowing ourselves to be that gateway, uh, that allowing of the dreaming, and then allowing the materialism, the things that do show up to be a wink and a nod and a hey from spirit and from source, uh, so we can understand our, our play in this. Um, and I think that's such an important part. But the other thing that's interesting about this, and I don't want to go all metaphysical on y'all, but They also talk about the fact that the material is past tense. In other words, it is the leading edge of alignment, but there's always another leading edge in the non-physical having its way. So yes, the materialism is this leading edge of alignment, but that's also past. (laughs) Our true presence is still in the consciousness having its way. So there's this really interesting way that we can be at play with all of this not have to know exactly how it works, but figure out what we can do on a daily basis that allows us to tap into this flow, this feel-good flow, as we like to call it, to be at play with it, and um, and then to watch things pop in on the small, insign- seemingly insignificant side into our material world, and then the big, like, oh, I've been waiting for that, and now I got into alignment, and here it is. Um, in all its delicious complexity. And there's always going to be
1: more desire on the other end of that. Always something more. Always something more. This is so, so exciting. And I feel like um, we're kind of just opening, cracking open the the shell of some big, big, big stuff coming here. So if you feel like there's a little nutcracker in your head or something that's just you the opening up the piece of you that's opening up right now
2: and saying dare I dream dare I see the material as part of my clay that I'm molding with source with spirit what more can I do on this physical plane what constraints have I been giving myself that are unnecessary and that I can take off those seeming shackles and and dream that bigger dream and 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 not have to figure out how Um, So we've actually come to the end of our hour, we hope that you've heard something this, this show that will stay with you throughout the week and and the months to come, that will in your moment allow you to shift into more joy, to release resistance to remember the brilliance of you to remember that the universe is indeed pivoting itself around you through that spiritual entourage. And you can have what it is that you're wanting from that broader self and More importantly, it's really just perfect where you are in this moment. Relax. Stay in the boat. Pull in the oars. Put your hand in the water as it floats you by. And as
1: always, feel Feel good, good, sister. sister. (laughs) I love you, Heather. Thank you. Love you, Ray. You're amazing. See you all next
2: time.
0: Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction with feel-good sisters, Ray and Heather. Join them every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Central on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com Bring more appreciation into the world. Send a card of appreciation and gratitude today sendoutcards.com attraction
4: What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real. Be vulnerable. Be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Allfree is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear It hinders your forward movement When you keep bringing up the rear
3: Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon Central, 1 p.m. Eastern on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes only on Unity Online Radio. The Voice of an Awakening World.
7: When we say we are entitled to miracles, we are saying that we are entitled to love. We are entitled to have peace of mind and live a peaceful existence. Many times, though, we do not experience our lives this way. We seem to struggle for just one glimmer of happiness, no matter how fleeting it may be. You can change that, right here and right now. Say to yourself, I am entitled to miracles, because it means that you are entitled to complete peace of mind because of who you are, as created by the source of love. By asking for miracles, you are asking for your true self to be revealed to you. You are indeed entitled to miracles. This message was brought to you by Rev. Deb Phelps, host of Entitled to Miracles. Learn more from Rev. Deb on her Entitled to Miracles podcast. Episodes available on UnityOnlineRadio.org and on iTunes.
0: Tens of thousands of listeners, like you, have been transformed through the ministry of Paulette Pipe and her program, Touching the Stillness, one of the longest-running programs on Unity Online Radio. Paulette's latest album of guided meditations, Blissful Stillness, is a new and different experience. The mystical quality of our beautiful voice will reverberate through a Zen-style meditation, a mudra meditation, which are yoga hand positions to deepen your practice, and guided meditations, which we know and love. It features a new instrumental sound by Kelly Hunt with a bonus track by Kathy Zavada. Experience a blissful immersion into quiet and stillness by purchasing your own copy at shop.com. .unityonline.org
7: stillness come. when we say we are entitled to miracles we are saying that we are entitled to love We are entitled to have peace of mind and live a peaceful existence. Many times, though, we do not experience our lives this way. We seem to struggle for just one glimmer of happiness, no matter how fleeting it may be. You can change that right here and right now. Say to yourself, I am entitled to miracles, because it means that you are entitled to complete peace of mind because of who you are as created by the source of love. By asking for miracles, you are asking for your true self to be revealed to you. You are indeed entitled to miracles. This message was brought to you by Rev. Deb Phelps, host of Entitled to Miracles. Learn more from Rev. Deb on her Entitled to Miracles podcast. Episodes available on UnityOnlineRadio.org and on iTunes.